0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind podcast and your host, TPFL. It's Thursday. It's July 14th. It is 2022. We have 11 baseball games to talk about here on today's podcast. It's actually a pretty big slate for a Thursday. We're so used to having smaller slates on Thursday, but with the all-star break right around the corner, we have a bigger slate here. So joined today by Mr. Drizzy Man himself. Dre, what's happening, my friend? Um, nothing much just hanging in there, just uh enjoying the, the night and the, and the
1: nice little warm weather that, we're, that we have you now here in New York and watching some baseball. Hopefully, you know, the Yankees can pull together and come back.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. I, you know, <laughs> I would be happy if the Dodgers and the Yankees started um hitting at all because my pitchers are crushing. I played a hundred percent McClanahan. He did OK. And then I had John Gray on two of my three teams and he crushed his props, too. So, um, yeah, love to see John Gray absolutely dominate Oakland today. That was fantastic. So I'm hoping they yank him, though. I hope he's done. <laughs> just I'm, I'm really happy with my 33 DK points from John Gray. You know, don't need him to go back out there for another inning. But 11 games, a lot to talk about here. We're going to jump right in and get started. First game up, we got Atlanta at Washington. No total? I was trying to see. Oh, some books have put out. It's nine, and the Braves are a 220 favorite. Kyle Wright going up against Annibal Sanchez back in the bigs. Uh, any interest here in Kyle Wright?
1: Uh Yeah, I like Kyle Wright as a pitcher. Um, uh, 2.970 around the season, I believe, so far. Um He's been pitching pretty well in this Washington team. Um, I think if I'm correct, Nelson Cruz got hurt. Um, so um the one less guy there with a the high strikeout. I mean one less guy, one less big hitter in there, but they do present with a high strikeout rate. Um with, well without him, I think a little bit more high of a strikeout rate without him. So I'll be looking to probably maybe roster him a little bit in tournaments.
0: Yeah, I think Kyle Ray is in play today um I mean for like third straight day we have a lot of high-end options that are very viable today so we'll talk about those guys as we're going but Kyle Wright 8500 kind of like almost in this mid-tier and I think he's very playable here I can say with certainty though I am not playing animal Sanchez on the other side of this game yeah definitely I'm
1: not either I'm, I would be looking to some more so maybe a tackle of anything
0: yeah, we're gonna we're gonna attack him for sure. Uh, talk to me here about the Braves bats. This what is there not to love about them?
1: Honestly, um, they've been coming around and hitting a lot better um, lately for on the season. Um, so I, I know the strikeout rates, obviously statistically still remains kind of high, but uh, th- this lineup like of Acuna, Swanson, Riley, and like the addition of uh, again Rosario. Back. I think um, I like him a lot for this team, too, and in the lineup. So um, I, I just like this lineup overall. I wouldn't be surprised if it's one of the higher-owned, um, if not the highest-old um, stack tomorrow, um, ownership-wise.
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I like Atlanta a lot. Animal Sanchez, low strikeout pitcher last season, 1.87 home run per nine. 160, 1.66 whip. Uh, he was a very hittable pitcher. He allowed a lot of runs last year. So I think this is a great spot for the Atlanta Braves. Uh, this is a stack I'm definitely going to be targeting today. Um, any interest in the Washington bats here? I mean,
1: not really. Not going against Kyle Wright here. Um, I think Kyle Wright's too good of a pitcher. Doesn't really get blown up much. Um, like once in, like I think he only got blown up maybe one time, maybe twice if anything, but no, not really honestly.
0: Yeah, I think I'm out on Washington here. I mean, I always think Juan Soto is a one off. That's never a bad idea to play Juan Soto. Um, but outside of him, I mean, just the rest of the lineup's just not great. He has been hitting the ball really well, uh, too. So. Uh, up next, we got Cincinnati at New York facing the Yankees here. Man, we have a like a massive thunderstorm going on outside, and it's throwing me off. But um, eight total in this game, Yankees, uh, a 200 favorites. We got uh, Luis Castillo against Nestor Cortez. Uh, Yankees, bad taste in our mouths right now. I know you're shaking your head over there. Um, I know I'm shaking my head. They should have crushed Mike Minor and they didn't. Um, Luis Castillo against the Yankees—any interest for you?
1: Honestly, just because of the way they've been playing lately, yes, and plus the way Luis Castillo has been pitching this season, well, so far to me, better than when he was last season. So, like, I, I, I'm getting a little more confident with him um, in there, and I, I would I don't mind him a little bit in GPP. It's just a different, but it is a tough pitching slate. I understand it because there's a lot of. A lot of good pitchers today, so um, I don't fault him for not wanting to play him, but I think he's a little bit of a get-weird, like, GPP pitcher to use today. All
0: right. um, Yeah, I mean, there's some strikeout upside in this lineup, and he does have a higher strikeout rate against righties. This lineup's going to be a majority of right-handed hitters. In large-field tournaments, I don't hate the idea. um, Man there's <laughs> a lightning strike like on the golf course, like right out my window. Um That was a good one. Nestor Cortez on the other side of this game. We saw uh, Severino stroke yesterday. Yes. um, It got me there for a second. It was very bright in my office. Um Nestor Cortez. I mean, he started the season. Fantastic. He was, he was pitching great and he has just been on this recent struggle. Um, I think the matchup is actually pretty good for Nestor Cortez here. You know, do I want to play him is the next question. Do I trust him? No. Do I know he has ceiling? Yes. So at the end of the day, it's do I just play the ceiling um, and hope that he kind of fixes it? But I mean, it, it's tough to really love this.
1: It, it really is. and the Reds, I don't know. It, this is a good matchup, uh, but we also know it was a good matchup for a little bit of a good matchup for Severino too, and we know how that turned out today. So it's it's uh, I, I don't know. It, it's it's a good GPP play, I know for sure, especially with the strikeouts the Reds present. But that that's really it. I, I can't get to it as more of like a like one of my top like three or four pitchers. I don't think he would make that.
0: I don't know. If, can you hear the the lightning and thunder through I my can, mic? It's crazy. I can
1: Definitely hear it through the mic.
0: <laughs> it's uh, it's loud. It is uh, it's a it's a storm in here in Florida, that's for sure. Uh, bats in this game. Anything standing out to you for Cincinnati? Um, well, just because you know they
1: have been hitting a little bit better, um, uh, makes me do want to take a chance against this um, while hitting well. Cincinnati this series, I wouldn't, don't mind them taking a chance on my GPP since that's the does give up a little bit of a flyball percentage of 46% um, and a hard hit rate of 31% to righties, 37% hard hit rate to, to lefties um, too. So, um, and a fly ball rate of 48% to lefties too. So I, I don't mind trying to attack that, especially here at Yankee stadium. Um, so um, I, I would go with, don't mind like a mini stack with guys like India, Drury, Fam. pretty much guys that got power in this lineup um, that are capable of hitting home runs
0: Dury is someone that's hit left-handed pitching really hard when he's hit them big fly ball rate a lot of power a lot of hard contact when he doesn't I mean he has a huge strikeout rate so I mean you could you could kind of say the same for like fam and farmer has been just absolutely crushing left-handed pitching all year so maybe rolling the dice and taking some shots on those guys. And then on the Yankee side, I mean, outside of the fact that they just uber disappointed and like, I have some really good teams going with Yankees tonight and just going back to the well saying, Hey, if I don't want to be on that. And, and I know Stanton just had a home run, like as we're like recording, but it's just like, I don't want to be on that side of things where I'm like, Oh, I can't, you know, I, I miss the Yankees. Um, after the day after I stacked them everywhere, I mean, they could beat any pitcher,
1: yeah, they definitely can for sure. Um, uh, so I don't mind getting a little bit of them. Well, I'm not, I don't think they'll be my highest on stack, let's just say, but I don't mind, um, being a little bit under the field on them, um, uh, just because the way they've been playing lately. Um, I don't know if they're just like in this, like. Like all-star break mode already in their heads and just ready for it to come, um, and be here already. Maybe that's what it is with them, but uh, they they're just not playing, playing how they were playing like a couple of weeks ago. So, um, I, I don't, but but I but I do don't like I do love taking um some shots of them, but um, not a whole lot in my opinion, just because I know Castillo is a good strikeout pitcher and this does. Honestly, is it somewhat of a good strikeout matchup uh, with some of the guys in the lineup? If you get, like, Judge, Stanton, um, Donaldson, uh, Gallo, um, guys with, like, high strikeout uh, rates in here.
0: All right, moving along here, we got Kansas City at Toronto. No total in this game. It sounds like it's going to be Jackson Core starting for Kansas City, and then we we know, like, it was – it was said earlier today that Gaussman is going to pitch for the Blue Jays here. Um, Do you have any interest in Jackson core? Kowar? Uh, Kowar? No. Yeah. I mean, I just don't expect him to pitch deep into the game. I think max wise, we're looking at 70 pitches. He is 4,800. He's also facing one of the best low strikeout teams in baseball here with Toronto. So don't like him, but I have a ton of interest in Gaussman, you know, on top of, Perez not being in the lineup, uh, Melendez and um Melendez, Ben Tendi, I think it was Dozier, there was three guys um there was three guys for Kansas City that cannot go into the series um oh, and Taylor, Michael Taylor, so this is gonna be a very watered down Kansas City lineup um in this four game series. So I'm gonna have a lot of interest in the Toronto Pitchers over the next few days. And I mean Gaussman, it worries me a little bit. He's coming off of that ankle injury, but the fact that he said he's good to go. Um I mean, I'm definitely gonna take some shots here. Oh yeah, I,
1: I would too for sure. Just nothing to not like about him. Um just like he's had the water down lineup in his KC, water down KC lineup too. Um, especially on the road. So I I, I love it. Taking shots at them 10-1 on FanDuel is a good price. Pitching is pitching is loaded today. Um and, and I think that's where it's really gonna be just determined the slate today. But it is a great
0: option. All right. Um any interest in the Kansas City bats here?
1: No, not not really. I mean you can if you want to like get get um get, get like what was something like like I guess a mini sack like guys like Bobby Witt. And other things, but uh, other than that, I probably won't be playing them at all. I just rather just um fate them all together and go with um the Toronto side.
0: Yeah, I mean for me, it's I mean you could play Wit as a Wit Junior, Bobby Witt Jr. as like a one-off, but I mean Kansas City's gonna be really cheap here because they're gonna be missing a ton of people. You're gonna have maybe six guys in the 2K range on draftings in the starting lineup tonight. Um, Koar has been someone this season, very small sample size, that has given up a ton of hard contact to both sides. He's been a lot better against righties than he has against lefties, but he's still like a two pitch guy. And a two pitch guy in a, against the lineup like Toronto, you have to have some interest here in the Toronto stack.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely for sure. So, yeah, guys, even like I said, though, um, been pitching a little bit better than righties, but guys so like George Springer, um, Cabrero, Bochette, Bo Bichette, um and to her like those are some of the top guys i want to get even this, this whole lineup um alejandro kirk um who's been playing um really well this year too so uh i don't mind any of these guys from toronto um got a good stack tomorrow to go with
0: all right cruising along here we got boston at tampa crawford against rasmussen no total in this game um I mean, I don't know. We're going to see Cutter Crawford start this game and probably throw four or five innings at most, Um, not throw a ton of pitches. I don't have a ton of interest in him. Um, He has shown a little bit of strikeout ability, and Tampa does strike out. It's just more of, I mean, this is like a, a bulk reliever guy. I just don't know how deep he'll pitch into the game.
1: Yeah, and, and that's something that I would obviously have a little bit of a, well, obviously a concern, especially on like a site like if you're playing on FanDuel. Um, I I don't think we have there's any use for that at all. Um, You can probably have a little bit of a use for it on DK, but honestly, I'd rather just sped up twice that picture today uh, on DK and go that route. So a guy like uh, Crawford, I just can't see getting to a list. And unless you are like running like 150 lineups, you want to just have a few shots with them just to get different.
0: Hey, Will Smith just hit a home run. That's very helpful.
1: Yep. Um, home run.
0: There we go. Listen, all I had to do is just start talking smack about the Dodgers and the Yankees, and they started scoring some runs. So that's all. That's all. Interview, y'all, y'all are welcome. <laughs> but I mean, Cutter Crawford, he's really struggled with command against lefties and fly balls in general. This ballpark helps. Um, I mean, there's not a ton of great, cheap options today. I just don't think he goes too deep into the game. Uh, Drew Rasmussen, on the other side of this game, he's another guy that they kind of maxed him out about 85 pitches. He doesn't typically pitch deep into games, and, I mean, it's not the best strikeout matchup in the world against the Red Sox. Uh, any interest here in Rasmussen?
1: No, none at all. Um, I think the pitch stays just a little bit too deep for to me to try to play with him today.
0: What bats do you like here for the Red Sox?
1: Red Sox, oh boy, man. You're Red Sox. Um Devers is obviously is, is is one of the best but um better players this year. So don't mind taking a shot with them. Uh Verdugo. Um pretty much the whole lineup, but I don't mind even running mini stack. Uh, I won't be getting to a guy like Jackie Bradley probably a lot. Um, who I don't well, I don't mind him, but I probably won't be um if he's in his lineup, which I think he should be batting in the a, in a knife, knife hole again. Um, but, yeah, like, I think all these I think all these guys have a good chance to – I think it's a stack that's a little bit, like, off the board. Not going to be – I don't know if it's going to be too popular because they're playing in Tampa. But you, you never know, especially with the guy last recipes when you say they limit. Um, the ballpark is more of a pitcher's ballpark. So, we'll see. But I think that, you know – I don't mind the Red Sox. That's a mini, like, a mini secondary stack.
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, Devers is 5,100. That's a very fair price tag for one of the better lefty hitters in baseball. Um, Xander Bogarts is 47. JD is 47. I could see a little three-man stack here with If This game was in Fenway. I think we'd be talking about the Red Sox a little bit more. Tampa good bullpen behind Rasmussen. So I don't want to go too crazy here. And then on the Tampa bat side of things, this, this young kid Crawford, he's really struggled with lefties. So I think any of the lefties that crack the lineup here, um, Choi definitely, if he hits in that two spot is very interesting. Um, but it's just going to come down to like, what, lo- what does this lineup look like today for Tampa?
1: Yeah, and I agree with you 100 percent Um Troy, I don't mind Josh Lowe or yeah, Lowe um, and Taylor Walls are probably like my top three options I would probably go with if they're in the lineup. But like you said, it depends on how it's looking tomorrow for them.
0: All right. Um Detroit at Cleveland. We got Alvin Rodriguez going up against uh Tristan McKenzie <laughs> <laughs>
1: Gosh.
0: um any interest here in elvin rodriguez no none whatsoever <laughs> i was telling dre before we started this like storm popped up out of nowhere um god almighty <laughs> yeah welcome welcome to florida weather any any listeners that live in florida get it um we get some nasty thunderstorms out of nowhere but, yeah, I'm with you on Elvin Rodriguez. Um, no interest in here in him. Uh, he's been – he has really struggled in his last couple starts, seven home runs, 18 earned runs in his last two starts. Uh, Tristan McKenzie on the other side of this game, getting Detroit, one of the best matchups he's going to see. Put up 26 against this team earlier this season. Um, 80 8,300 here for, for the Guardians – Pitcher, uh, I think, is super playable. Oh, yes, for sure. Um, I
1: like him a lot today. Um, I, was, I don't I don't think he's going to come in that high on either. Um, but against Detroit, so I do love taking the shots with Trish McKenzie tomorrow on DK and on FanDuel.
0: Yep. Um, yeah, I think this is a super solid spot for him. I don't have really any interest in the Detroit bats. I'll play a couple of these guys when they're facing like a left-handed pitcher, and I do think Riley Green has some talent. I just – there's just nobody around him in this lineup. Um,
1: I I, I kind of – like Detroit, I mean, I don't mind yeah, – it's, it's kind of tough, I guess. I, I don't mind taking a few shots on them just because we know McKenzie does have, give up a lot of uh, fly balls and hard hits, but not a lot. It would be, it would definitely be like, like I want to say, if I'm making like seventy five lineups, I probably would maybe have like three to five, like either primary or secondary stacks of, of Detroit.
0: Uh, Cleveland. I mean, I like the Cleveland stack today. Like we said, this seven Rodriguez guy, he's really been struggling. He's gotten crushed here recently. Um, any interest in Cleveland?
1: Whole lot, um, just give me everyone from from this lineup. I don't mind, I don't mind taking one through one through nine here. Uh, obviously, starting with with a guy like Jose Ramirez, who's who, um, and Frema Reyes, who's been hitting the ball really well, um, hitting the ball a lot better lately. Um, and we got Josh Naylor back in the lineup too, as well. So and a, and a guy like um, um, a Matt Rosario, who you know likes to hit the ball and puts and puts in play a lot. Uh, And that's on a a pretty much consistent basis, so um, I I definitely like that for sure. And don't and like Cleveland a lot as a as pretty much more of a primary stack, but don't mind getting too much a secondary stack either.
0: All right, we got the Dodgers and the Cardinals. Anderson against Hudson in this one. Nine total. Dodgers a one hundred and forty favorite. Any interest here in Anderson?
1: I'm not going to really have any interest in uh, Tyler Anderson. I don't think tomorrow, personally, um, not not just someone I'm gonna. I think just be able to get to.
0: Yeah, I mean, my my biggest concern here is he's a lefty facing a very right-handed heavy offense. Um, this is not a matchup you want to face when you're a left-handed pitcher. So I am easily easily out here on Anderson and it's not like he's he's bad you know his numbers are okay against right-handed but when you just look at this lineup there's just so much power at the heart of this lineup that it's really tough to play him in this spot I mean when we're looking at St. Louis they're a top 10 offense and a lot of statistics against left handed pitching this season so um I am definitely not playing Dakota Hudson against Dodgers, even though Dodgers seem like they didn't want to hit the ball. So
1: you're right. not playing them either. So <laughs>
0: we can go <laughs> on to the
1: bats on this side because I think we both like the bats on both sides of this of this game a lot more.
0: Yeah, I mean, I like the Dodgers a lot here. Um, I got exactly what I wanted at the Dodgers on Wednesday. They were a very low owned offense, and. They just did not perform. That's not going to scare me away. Dakota Hudson walks guys almost as high as he strikes out guys. He gives up a ton of hard contact to both sides of the plate. The hitting weather is going to be really good for this game again today. So I'm going right back to the well here um, on the Dodgers.
1: I would – they do have to be – to me, I think they have to be the number one stack, in my opinion, tomorrow. Like – this matchup, I think, is just too good. Dakota Hudson, I know he doesn't give up a lot of fly balls, but the hard contact is there that he gives up. Doesn't really strike anyone out. Walks more people, walks more lefties, at least that he strikes them out overall. It's 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 just it's just too good of a spot for the Dodgers. And I look for them to hopefully bounce back tomorrow and turn around and start hitting the ball a lot better than what they are doing tonight
0: yeah i mean it's still the game's still going so maybe you know in these last two innings they get something going um you know they got first and second with no outs right now so that would be good. that would be nice but i'm not getting my hopes up in that dodgers game right now <laughs> so uh, we'll see anyway um yeah i mean i like the cardinals here too like they're you know, outside of Goldschmidt and Arnado, the rest of the stack is pretty cheap overall. And like I said when we were talking about Anderson, hard in this lineup, Carlson, Goldschmidt, Arnado, um, all these guys can hit left-handed pitching, and they can hit left-handed pitching hard. Yes, definitely
1: for sure, and and that's one thing that, like you said, Anderson is a little bit of weakness, given the forty-two percent fly balls to uh, righties and thirty-six percent of our contacts. So. Um, I, I'd definitely be looking to target that for sure going with a lot of those guys like uh, Goldsmith, uh, especially Goldsmith and Arenado who've been in the ball phenomenal lately. And if, if Pujols is in that lineup, I don't mind taking a few shots to him because he's going to probably be a little more of a lower-owned guy out of that stack.
0: And by lower-owned, um, Dre means no one's playing Albert Pujols. So. <laughs> there you go. uh, we got the White Sox at <laughs> the the twins uh, <laughs> this game has an eight and a half total uh the twins are a 150 favorite we got johnny cueto going up against sunny gray it's like a battle of 2015 um any interest here in cueto going up against minnesota not really um <sighs>
1: I mean, I, I don't mind it, but it's not someone that's going to be, I think, really on my radar tomorrow I'll just try to get to him. Um, yeah, I think, I know Cuero's been pitching somewhat decent this year. Um, I think he's worthy to be left in your pool, though, but I just don't know how much I'm really going to get to him someday, especially going against the Twins, who I think can hit the ball um, against him pretty well. And they just played a couple weeks ago um right and and did did decent against them but uh, yeah pretty decent but not in, not spectacular
0: yeah he had five walks in that game um I don't think I played Cueto today like you always got to remember what slate like what's the slate and today's slate I mean there's a lot of pitching and it's still like we're not typically used to 11 game slate on a Thursday so Johnny Cueto on the season has a nineteen and a half percent K rate. He's not a huge strikeout guy. He's facing an offense that has some strikeouts in it, depending on what the lineup looks like. Um I mean, that Detroit game he just had. He had five strikeouts in that Detroit game, and he just kept the ball on the ground through eight innings, had the win, um, just didn't get crushed and put up 29 fantasy points. He's capable of having 6-7 strikeout games but I think you see him more in like the 3 to 5 range um and I just don't know if he has the ceiling to get it done today and I mean Sunny Gray on the other side of this game the White Sox man we're we're waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for the White Sox to mm-hmm. you know show their talent I keep saying like they're one of these teams that like the second half of the season, we're like, all right, well, here they come because, you know, they're just absolutely loaded with talent and they're starting to get healthy. The one thing that Sonny Gray go- has going for him in this matchup is this is a very right-handed heavy offense. So maybe if the lineup comes out like super right-handed heavy, you know, you could take advantage of Robbie Gray or Sonny Gray's like 25% strikeout rate against righties. But I have to look at the lineup here.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree with you, but I, I still don't think I'll probably be getting to Sunny Grade today. Um I think I'll just take my chances elsewhere. Um and I even though I i lost so much money on Chicago. The the White Sox have disappointed me so much this year, but like you said, I understand they're not healthy, but still in good spots. They just did not show up and perform, but I'm gonna go back to the well on them against sunny grade today and see what happens
0: yeah I mean good for you um I, I'm I'm out like I'm out. <laughs> uh, I just man I I want to like I need to see the White Sox have like a a 10 point game or something <laughs> like uh, I just I, I mean you look at it and they've had some good games here recently they have scored seven eight nine runs um beginning of July they had a, a game against San Francisco where they scored a ton of runs but the the ceiling is there, so like I hear you on you know taking the ceiling and and seeing if it works out. It just they've been such a disappointing offense. It's really tough for me to play them at this point.
1: Oh, and I, and I completely agree. It's oh man, this lineup is it's it's like all all these hitters would just be you'd expect like them to at least put up like five five runs almost on a nightly basis or close to it or when they're going against bad pitchers, but it's just, I don't know. I'm just going to, you know, I think it's just because I'm already too deep inside in it and I have to carry my money back. So they have to come through for me. So I'm just going to have positive hopes and positive thinking that, you know, Tyler Anderson, Makata, uh, AJ Pollock, Jimenez, all these guys just get it going. Um, and Jose Abreu, who, who, who's been, playing pretty, hitting pretty well, um, and they just come through and, you know, and and be a good sack for me tomorrow.
0: Any interest on the Twins here?
1: Uh, I have a little bit, but not not going to be heavy on no them more. So of a secondary stack, but uh, the Twins are another team. I think you can always, I think, kind of roster in a game like this. Um this game is yeah, because this is a game where I can see like obviously Quato doesn't really um I don't think he's got really like, blown up really this year from from what I've seen so far. Um he only had like maybe one or two bad games. Um giving up a lot of hits though in like a couple of them, but I, I would say I would say yes, but the but the interest is not that high.
0: Yeah, he's only allowed over three earned runs in one game uh, this season. He's allowed a game with three home runs, and they were all solo shots against the Angels. Um, I probably don't see myself stacking Minnesota. If you want to play like a Buxton, um, I'm never going to talk you off of playing Buxton. Outside of him, though, I mean, Kepler's banged up right now. Uh, Eloy, I forgot to mention it when we were talking about the White Sox game. Um, he left the game early on wednesday so see if he's back in there or not so yeah i know i know we all want it we all want him to stay healthy man i just the talent is so incredible for for him just want him to stay healthy all right we got the mets and the cubs uh no total in this game carrasco against thompson no total because it's the night before and it's wrigley but right now it looks like Wind's not going to be a huge factor. It's going to be six, seven miles an hour. Blowing in from center, uh, any interest here in Carlos Carrasco?
1: Uh, this is a tough spot for – a tough spot, I feel. Um, I think you can definitely have interest in him, but uh, more so – I think it would be more of a DK play, if anything, not a fan-duel play if you want to use some GPPs to get different. Um. The strikeout upside, I think, can be here in this matchup a little bit, but I'm probably not going to get too much of him, especially if playing on FanDuel.
0: Yeah, I'm probably not getting there as well. Um, the win does become more of a factor. He's 7,600. There are his strikeouts in this Chicago lineup. So, I mean, I could see him having a 20-plus fantasy point game and being an SP2 option. And then um, Keegan Thompson on the other side of this game, right-handed pitcher, you know, he's he's had some big games here this season. The Mets just don't strike out. Um, I mean, if you want to take some shots on him in tournaments at 5,800, he is a guy that's capable of 30 DK points. Um, I just don't know if this is the right spot.
1: I completely agree with you with that. Um, I just probably – well, I'm definitely not going to be playing him on FanDuel, but um... – if everyone else wants to, by all means, $7,400, that's a cheap price. But uh, like you said, the Mets don't really strike a lot. So uh, I'm not going to take that chance tomorrow.
0: Um, man, I got so nervous. We, we had Matt Carpenter pinch hit um, in the Yankees game. I was like, man, do not walk off home run off the bench. Like I have so much exposure to the Yankees just in general. That I'm like, anybody but this dude walking it off would be <laughs> fantastic. So and you're on the other hand going, Yeah, let's get that yeah, win. Exactly.
1: That's all I'm worried about. got Gallo right now. Let's see what he does.
0: Oh my lo- dude, my low own dodger stack is so good. Um, if it could if it does anything, it would be it'd be fantastic. They're starting to score some runs, and I'm just jumping like 40-50 points every time they do anything. Oh nice. I know it's crazy. Anyway, um any Mets bats here for you? Um <sighs> I mean, you can always go with these guys. I think um
1: to me there especially with with the weather depending on how it is in course. Uh like a guy like Lindor. Peter Alonso is always good to go with for sure. Um uh yeah, i other than that, like well, obviously you go with those two guys mainly. Um JD Davis. I'm not uh can as well. Nemo, you know, on the rest of them. Escobar, too. Uh, I think with Sterling, I don't know if Sterling Marte is going to play. He, um, I know he's, he's been dealing with a groin injury. Um, I, if he does play, I really definitely would have more interest in him as, um, with the top half of that stack. But if not, just maybe a few of these guys and use them more as a mini stack, if anything.
0: All right, Dodgers, there we go. See, all I had to do is just talk a little smack and they they're doing their thing but uh as far as for me Thompson has really struggled with like right-handed power bats so if i'm going to play someone from the mets it's probably going to be pete Alonzo um it's really going to come down to what this weather looks like what is weather edge telling me um that's kind of where i'm going to be at here for this one I know it's like the cop out answer, but I mean Wrigley is such a win sensitive ballpark that I want to see what's going on here. Um, the other side of this game, we got the Cubbies. You know, throughout his career, Carrasco where his biggest struggles has been left handed power. Um, he has a thirty eight percent hard to soft contact ratio against lefties this year. So, I mean, if you want to play Hap, if you if Ortega bats lead off and you want to play Ortega. I don't mind lefties against him. I just I don't love right-handed hitters against him.
1: I completely agree with you. I would this team probably just used more so like like um either like with those guys as one-offs or just like a two-man mini stack if you were like a like a four-two or or like a three-two um, stack. So something like that is what I would do.
0: Yeah. I don't really see anything outside of some of these lefties in there maybe like it like you said like a one or two maybe a three man um not going crazy here though all right we got seattle at texas another game without a total we get this like on thursday a lot because of the travel days and stuff like that but Gonzalez, Marco Gonzalez against Martin Perez. The two lefty ground ball guys facing off against each other in this one. Uh, any interest here in Marco Gonzalez? Um not really. Um I mean you could probably,
1: I think you could probably use my um as a tournament play, maybe on 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 DK of anything, but not something I'm gonna be looking to try to uh, get to a little bit, not get to at all on um on our FanDuel.
0: Yeah, I, I mean for me, Marco Gonzalez is just not the ceiling guy that you're looking for on a big slate like today. Is he gonna get blown up? Probably not. He's gonna generate a lot of ground balls, he's not gonna give up a lot of home runs or runs. So this might be one of those spots where you're you're not playing a lot of him, but you're probably not stacking against him. Um oh, so. come on, DJ. Um Perez on the other side of this game. Any interest here in Perez? Oh, man. I thought DJ was going to knock that out the park. <laughs> Listen, I'm so glad he didn't. Judge leads off. He's going to get that walk-off homer, and I'm going to be happy. So there you go.
1: Oh, boy. Um, but do I have anything? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fine to me. I, I, I don't mind it at all. I, plus, I didn't even get a chance to, to play tonight. First and I, and I bet a little bit of the under, except uh, per, I thought uh, Serrano was going to. Come through and um and pitched a lot better than what he has said against the Reds, but but that's turned out to be the complete opposite. Um, but Martin Perez going against, uh, going against who? Who's going against against? Sorry, I got distracted. Going against Seattle. I, Seattle. Yep. I don't mind taking. I don't. I mean, he's like you said. He's a ground, not the ground ball pitcher. So these guys, I think, like understand. Like you, like you said, there's no really like upside for them I would say on, on as far as strikeout wise or anything like that but I think you know just you want to just you know have them a little bit in GPPs in your lineups and DK I don't mind that for sure but not a guy that I'm going to try to be like getting to um, especially on at a 9-8 price on FanDuel when we have a lot of other pitchers who are in that um price range I think they're a lot better.
0: Yeah, I mean, Seattle is just – they're really tough on lefties. They don't strike out a ton. They walk a lot. They don't hit a ton of home runs against left-handed pitching. But, I mean, they're just really tough in general against lefties. So, this is one of those games I hope just is like 3-2 to and these guys just don't go off. I I don't really have a ton of interest in bats. I mean, if you want to play Rodriguez or Ty France – uh, I think or Suarez, I wouldn't talk you off of those guys, but I don't think I'm stacking.
1: Yeah, me either. Like this game is like this game as a whole is probably gonna be a lot of ground balls, like you were mentioning before. Um I can't see it really being a high scoring game to go off. So if um, like they would be more both these teams to be more mini I mean uh, secondary stack if anything, as opposed to a primary if you're using them in tournaments.
0: All right, uh, the Texas side, I mean, I definitely don't mind Marcus Simeon here, but I, I mean, listen, it's weird not talking about Corey Seager after talking about him for every day for the last week, but I don't really, I don't want the lefty, lefty you know, match up here because Margaret gonzalez against lefties is he doesn't give up really any power um so but i mean Seeger is the hottest center in baseball so you never know what you're gonna get but um <laughs> all right let's move on we got houston at la taking on the angels in this one eight total astros a 155 favorite valdez against deepmers uh any interest here in valdez
1: I definitely do. No, um, um, I think we have a um, matchup here where we do have uh, Valdez tends to like he has unknown as like a twenty one percent strikeout rate. Um, this Angels lineup, um, if I'm correct, is what's call it hurt again. Um,
0: Trout. Yeah, Trout is hurt again, right? so it was a back um it didn't sound like he was going to go on the i.o but it's it's still tough to say
1: yeah so i don't i, I definitely don't mind about this as well as big bad that they have to worry about in that lineup um obviously like you got guys like ward and I mean who's he been hitting the ball really well and i like I, I don't get that but it is what it is but um jerry walsh those guys can hit the ball pretty hard, but this lineup, this, this strikeout uh, this lineup that they're throwing out there has a strikeout percentage of about 25% um on average. I I like it. I I don't mind taking a shot on Valdez and just hoping that he does well in tournaments for me tomorrow.
0: Um yeah, I mean I don't hate it. I, I honestly I don't love it, but I don't hate it. 9700 is a lot we we do have a, a bunch of pitchers uh, i mean his biggest issue is probably going to be otani and it's it's a good matchup for valdez lefty there so i could see valdez throwing like eight solid innings against this team putting up you know 25 plus points so maybe i should have more interest it's just the price is kind of sticker shock but i mean he could he could easily get there um so I don't mind that, and the other side of this game, Dietmers, um, I mean, he's really just struggled with righties, and this team—it's just a, such a low strikeout team that I have zero interest in Deepmer's today.
1: Yeah, this, this, uh, this is—we can just move on to the bats because I don't think anyone's have any, um, any interest in Deepmer's at all.
0: All right, um, yeah, bats here, Houston side. You yep. know, Altuve, McCormick should hit, like, second or third here. Bregman should be up there, Gariel, uh, Pena. I mean, any of these right-handed bats that crack the lineup I think are in play for Houston today. I
1: completely agree. I, I love a wall. Um, especially a guy like uh, – obviously, we know we got Altuve and Bregman, but Pena um, is someone that I really, really love love um, tomorrow and don't mind taking a shot on this, as well as Gary really – um, who always tends to be a little bit less around than a lot of these guys here. So um, this lineup as a whole, I don't mind. Um, even with Mark tip on the Um I think on the back half of that lineup, he can come through for you um, at a low ownership because um, I do expect Houston to be somewhat popular tomorrow, and him to hit like a home runer. Um, well, he could possibly hit a home run out of the park
0: martin molinado he either hits a home run or strikes out so i don't have a problem with that cheap catcher alert um dre knows the weakness to my podcast there you go um i mean i don't really have a ton of interest in the angels today you know it's not like valdez is a guy that gives up a ton of home runs anyway he's a massive ground ball guy there's not really anybody in this lineup that hits a ton of fly balls um i think i'm going to Gosh, I think I like Valdez more than I originally thought in this matchup. I think there's going to be a lot of ground balls, and this is going to be all about Babbitt.
1: Yes, he had 13 strikeouts because this team uh, like a week and a half ago. And I know we don't like to get game longs, but 13 strikeouts is a lot. And I think Trout, if I'm correct, played that lineup. So um, playing that game, if I'm correct. So to me, I'm going to have not that much interest in in, uh, in dangerous at all tomorrow. Um maybe just like you said Tanya has a one-off. Maybe or maybe if you did do a mini-seg with of some of some of the guys, it would be like uh like a guy like Ward um or Walsh. Just that that's really an you know, on Tanya. I'm not not really gonna really be focused on playing them at all.
0: All right. Um we finish it out with Milwaukee at San Francisco. I just wanted to make sure really quick, but yeah, this game's still at a six total. Um pick em game. Burns and Radon facing off in this one. Two of two really, really good pitchers playing in this one. Uh talk to me here about Burns going in San Francisco taking on the Giants.
1: I mean Corbin Burns. I mean, this guy's been been a good pitcher all year to this year, so um uh, all, all year this year. Um <sighs> all the pitchers we've talked about like he should be the absolute favorite um for sure um just been striking everyone out pretty well real really well um i just i like this matchup for him um i like the matchup for both these pit for for pretty much a little bit of both these pitchers on the inside of him. so um i definitely definitely see him as probably the if price is not an issue, probably I'm gonna have to say probably the top pitch, the, the top pitcher on the slate. Um, definitely for sure, he's just striking out like his, his strikeout rate just overall this season is 32 percent. Um, 32 percent on both sides of the plate with a low walk rate too. Um, and he gets hard hit once in a blue moon, but nothing crazy. So, um. I have a lot of interest in Corbin Burns tomorrow. So it's hard to to just not want to play him.
0: You know, you always worry about walks when you're facing the Giants. They're a very patient offense. But I mean, Burns is a top pitcher today. I like him a lot. Um, Carlos Radon on the other side of this game, he's 9,300 he's coming off of a a complete game um, against the Padres where he struck out 12. He he had had a tough couple starts there, but I mean, looked fantastic in his last start. This is a team that, I mean, they can't really go full right-handed heavy uh, against him. Um, I mean, I think Carlos Redon is in play. I think both these pitchers are super solid today. And And I completely agree. It's,
1: it's, it's tough. Like who do you want to play out of these two? Like if well and that's why I said and that's why I was saying a lot of it is gonna be um um a lot of a lot of these lineups of DK that if I was playing there today would be that's paying off for probably both of these guys on this side of the game because I expect, expect this game to be a very low scoring game. Um a lot of strikeouts on on both sides of the on both sides of the plate. Um and yeah, I think the matchup is just too good. Um, for for both these guys, as far well, their their stuff is just too good. I didn't say the matchups because I think these guys are good hitters overall. But I think there's just strikeout rates are just too good right now, like on both sides of the plate for him. But I think Burns is the number one guy. I think I think Rodon is a second by far, close second by far. But the but it's still a close number two. I think between him and Valdez we talked about a little bit who we talked about in the last game just because um i think more so just because of the lineup but uh yeah Rodon is still one of the top pitchers on the slate do
0: you have any interest in bats in this game i got
1: nothing on this one yeah I, i'm just i'm fading this game on a bat side I'm just gonna use pitchers all day
0: yeah the the six total tells you everything you need to know uh about bats in this game so Uh, Speaking of bats, I'd be very, very happy if Judge just ends this game right now. Um, Personally, though, I don't know if I'd pitch to him here. Who knows? I mean, then you're getting Rizzo and Stanton, so I guess you're probably pitching to him. But (laughs) All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we will get out of here to hopefully watch Judge hit a walk-off. Give me a guy under 8,000 to get six or more strikeouts today. Oh. Oh no! Let me, put, let me put DK real quick. Sorry, I had I
1: should know this by now. I'm always I always have Fanduel going. Fanduel,
0: you're not a rookie
1: anymore. I know those good old rookie days.
0: Uh, where is it? Come on! Oh my gosh, he threw he threw him a fastball right down the middle. What are you doing, Judge? Yeah, he looked. Oh my god! I know it was right down the middle. Oh gosh. Oh okay. Um.
1: A pitcher under 8k to get to get strikeouts
0: get? Yeah, under 8k to get six or more strikeouts. Oh gosh. Give me Crawford. That's who I was gonna take. I did not think you were gonna take him. Um hold on now I gotta look. I think I'm gonna go Carrasco. I think he's the next best option. Um to potentially get there. Uh over 8k to score under 15 fantasy points. What do you got as your bust today? Let's
1: get 15. Give me uh, Tyler Anderson. I'll go Anderson, yeah.
0: I'll go Luis Castillo in Yankee Stadium against the Yankees. Uh, give me a guy over 4K to go yard today. Over 4K to go yard.
1: Under or over? Sorry. Over 4K to hit a home run. See, I like to try to be different with these, but, you know, I'm going to go back to, like, I'm going to go back to, you know, the team that has been disappointing me so far and go with uh, Jose Abreu to hit a home run off of uh, Sonny Gray.
0: Both going first baseman. I'm going Freddie. Free money Freddie. Um, Judge just didn't have it tonight. Under 4K to get two hits. Uh, who do you like to get two hits tonight under 4K? I'm going to go
1: off the wall here uh, for sure and go with a guy in Houston by the name of uh, Martin Mavolato.
0: I like that. Um, I'm going to take another. Oh, no, I won't take another first baseman. Give me Cody Bellinger at 3,600 against Hudson. I was going to take Josh Naylor, but I don't want to give out two first baseman's. Uh, give me a stack to score six or more runs um,
1: I always say my team I always say this team so i'm I'm gonna try to be different and not say them. but I, I'm gonna go with Cleveland today.
0: All right I feel like that's different enough. um I don't want to say the Dodgers. I've made it very clear that I like the Dodgers a lot today. give me. You took the end or the guardians right yes give me
1: if you want to take them i got no
0: them. i'll go i'll go Atlanta against anibal sanchez okay cuz i said i got another team i'll go right back to the World chicago <laughs> all right uh any final thoughts before we get out of here
1: um no just uh i say pitching is very important tomorrow um and if you get i'm thinking yeah, just, just play the good pitchers and don't take a chance of playing these bad pitchers and not so good matchups.
0: They walked Rizzo to get to Stanton.
1: Man. Oh, that's scary.
0: I mean, I probably would have done it too. I can't lie. Like the the righty lefty matchup, that whole like starting a runner on second base in the tenth inning thing adds so much strategy to how you can potentially um, you know do extra innings in baseball. So. Oh, yeah, most definitely. All right, Dre, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, No, nothing else. All right, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back tomorrow talking baseball. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.